one of the historical events that had taken place in the month of Rajab, which most of us are unaware of, was the demise of the great Sahabi of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the great leader of this ummah, Amirul Mu'mineen, Sayyiduna Mu'awiyah bin Abi Sufyan radiallahu anhuma. Sayyiduna Mu'awiyah radiallahu an passed away in the month of Rajab, although there is a difference with regards to the exact date. Some historians say first, some say eighth, some say the middle of Rajab, and some say the 22nd of Rajab. However, Muawiyah radiallahu anhu, there is consensus that he passed away in the month of Rajab. The reason I chose to speak about this Sahabi of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam is that despite him being a very great and illustrious Sahabi, and every Sahabi was great, but unfortunately, sometimes we hear certain negatives regarding the Sahabi of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Especially during the month of Muharram, around the occasion of Ashura, there are certain messages that go around, certain things that are said negative regarding the Sahabi of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And obviously to entertain negative thoughts regarding a Sahabi is very dangerous. So, in the little time that we have, we will try and explain a few aspects, few virtues, accolades of the Sahabi, and few lessons from his life for us to understand the greatness of this Sahabi radiallahu an. Firstly, he was a Sahabi and his father was also a great Sahabi, Abu Sufyan radiallahu an. His mother was Hind radiallahu anha and his sister was none other than Ummu Habiba Ramla bintu Abi Sufyan radiallahu anhuma who was the beloved wife and respected wife of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Thus Muawiyah radiallahu an was the brother-in-law of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. On one occasion, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam entered the home of his wife Ummu Habiba radiallahu anha and he sees her brother Muawiyah radiallahu an is resting nearby, close to his sister. So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam asked her, Atuhibbinahu, do you love your brother? Do you have love for him? So she says, O oh, Nabi of Allah, وَمَا لِي لَا أُحِبُّ أَخِي Why shouldn't I have love for my brother? 
Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned something very great. And he says, فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ يُحِبَّانِهِ That not only do you love your brother, Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam also have love for your brother. So this is the love that Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam have for this sahabi. We can well imagine what a great sahabi he was. For Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to declare this, that Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam have love for him. On one occasion, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had mentioned, the narrator of the hadith is a sahabiyah by the name of Ummu Haram radiyallahu anha. So she says, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, أَوَّلُ جَيْشٍ مِّنْ أُمَّتِي يَغْزُونَ الْبَحْرَ قَدْ أَوْجَبُوا A narration of Sahih Bukhari. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that the first army of my ummah that undertake a journey by sea in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to fight against the enemy. The first army of this ummah that goes by sea to fight against the enemy, قَدْ أَوْجَبُوا They have made jannat wajib for themselves. They have necessitated jannat for themselves. So this sahabiyah, Ummu Haram radiallahu anha, hearing this great fadila and this great virtue, she also had this desire that I must be part of this army. So she asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, will I be part of this army as well? Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said, yes, you will also be part of this army. In the time of Umar radiallahu anhu, Muawiyah bin Abi Sufyan radiallahu anhu was appointed by Umar radiallahu anhu as a governor of certain parts of Sham. Sham is the greater Syria area. So certain parts, Umar radiallahu anhu appointed Muawiyah radiallahu anhu as the governor. So Muawiyah radiallahu anhu sends a request to Umar radiallahu anhu that some of the Muslims, Muslim towns, coastal towns in Hims, they are so close to Cyprus that they can even hear the barking of the dogs and the crowing of the roosters of Cyprus. Please allow us to undertake this journey to go by sea and to go and conquer Cyprus. Umar radiallahu anhu makes investigations what is traveling by sea all about? They were not acquainted with it. What are the dangers that are associated with traveling by sea? He consulted Amr bin Asadiyallahu an, and he gave him a very frightening picture. Very frightening picture. Details are mentioned in the books of history of how he explained the dangers of traveling by sea. So Umar radiallahu an took a qasam and he says, I will never allow a Muslim to endanger his life and travel by sea. After Muawiyah radiallahu anh, he was under the Amir, so he wholeheartedly accepted. He wholeheartedly accepted the decision of Umar radiallahu anh. This was the itaat and obedience to the Amir. In the time of Uthman radiallahu anh, he understood the need, Muawiyah radiallahu anh understood the need, in order for the Islamic empire to expand, for the message of Islam to go far and wide, once sooner or later we will have to undertake this journey by the sea. And obviously there was this great, uh, this great virtue that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had mentioned for the first army that goes by sea. So he asked permission from Uthman radiallahu an, and Uthman radiallahu an gives him permission. And Muawiyah radiallahu an was the first, was part of that first army. And he was the one who mobilized that first army of the Muslims that undertook a journey by sea. Hence, becoming a recipient of this this virtue that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions, قَدْ أَوْجَبُوا That they have made jannat wajib upon themselves and made it necessary upon themselves. So these are some of the virtues of Sayyiduna Muawiyah radiallahu anh. 
one great feat and accomplishment and achievement and virtue of Muawiyah radiallahu an was that he was one of the scribes of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He would record the wahi. He accepted Islam later on and he only came to Medina Munawwara after the conquest of Makkah Mukarramah. So approximately two years he spent in the company of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. But during this time, he had made himself completely free. No occupation whatsoever. His only occupation was to be ready to that whenever Nabi Islam required a scribe, Zayd bin, Zayd bin Thabit radiallahu anh, and Muawiyah bin Nabi Sufyan radiallahu anhuma, these two sahaba were the main scribes of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. On one occasion, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam was in the house of his wife, Ummu Habiba radiallahu anha, the sister of Muawiyah radiallahu anh, there was a knock at the door. So, Nabi Islam found out who was it. It was explained that Muawiyah radiallahu anh is at the door. Nabi Islam asked him to come in. When he comes in, Nabi Islam sees that he has a pen that's on his ear. Placed on his ear, the pen is placed there. So Nabi Islam asked him, why is this? He says, I have kept this pen here so that I am ready at any given moment. When Nabi Islam requires that I should write for him and I should be his scribe, I will be prepared for that. When Nabi Islam hears this, Nabi Islam says to him, Jazakallahu an nabiyyika khaira. May Allah reward you. May Allah reward you in a good manner on behalf of his Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And then Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam goes on to say that I have appointed you as my scribe with permission from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I don't do anything small or anything big except with the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So appointing you as the scribe also was with the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now we can well imagine a sahabi that is divinely appointed to be the custodian of wahi, to record that pure revelation that comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What level of honesty, integrity and trustworthiness that sahabi would have. And what confidence Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa had on that sahabi for him to be appointed to this very very sensitive position. If, na'udhu billah, we have to entertain wrong thoughts regarding the sahabi, then we are actually doubting the quran Majid that we have. Because he was one of the means of preserving the quran Majid. So this was also another accolade of Muawiyah radiallahu anh. Numerous du'as Nabi Islam made for the sahabi. On that same occasion, the incident is lengthy, but at the end, Ummu Habiba radiallahu anha requested Nabi Islam, make du'a for my brother. Make du'a for my brother. Nabi Islam made du'a for him. One of the du'as Nabi Islam made for him, وَخْفِرْ لَهُ فِي الْآخِرَةِ وَالْأُولَى That, oh Allah, forgive him in the beginning and the, at the end. Forgive him completely. This was the du'a of forgiveness that Nabi Islam made for Muawiyah radiallahu anha. The hadith of Sunan Tirmidhi, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made dua for him, Allahumma ja'alhu hadiyan mahdiyan wahdi bihi. Oh Allah, make him a guide for people. One who will, disp- one who will dispense hidayat. Wahdihi wa- mahdiyan. Oh Allah, you make him rightly guided. Nabi sallallahu alayhi is making dua that he should be rightly guided and he should guide others wahdi bihi and make him a means of hidayat for others. So these were the du'as that Nabi Islam made for him. Great service the Sahabi had rendered for Islam and the Muslims. Twenty years he served as a governor. A governor of Sham, initially appointed by Umar radiallahu anh. Then Uthman radiallahu anh increased the area under his leadership and under his control. 
And thereafter, during the Khilafat of Ali radiallahu an, he was also the leader of Sham. There's great details and, and, and academic discussions regarding this. The Jummah platform is not suitable for it. But nevertheless, he was the leader for 20 years in this manner. And thereafter, after the demise of Sayyiduna Ali radiallahu an, he became the leader of the entire Muslim world for another 20 years. 40 years of service. This Sahabi has given the Ummah. Is it right for us to forget all these great services that the Sahabi has done for the Ummah? So, the simple thing is, a rule that Abdullah bin Abbas anhuma once mentioned, when someone objected to the manner in which Muawiyah radiallahu anh was performing his witr salah. There's different ways of performing the witr salah, the different madhaib, etc. So, he objected to the manner in which Muawiyah radiallahu anh was performing the, the witr salah. Abdullah bin Abbas anhuma says, and he replies, and he gave a principle. He says, Da'hu, فَإِنَّهُ قَدْ صُحِبَ النَّبِيَ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَمْ Leave him alone. Leave him alone, don't interfere with him. Why? Because he has something that none of you, do, that, that you do not have. And none of us can ever dream of that. فَإِنَّهُ قَدْ صُحِبَ النَّبِيَ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَمْ He has the accolade and the virtue of being a companion and a sahabi of Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم. Being a sahabi of Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم, you don't interfere with him. You don't get involved in him. Rather you, your salamati and your safety is that you must have the highest amount of respect and regard for a sahabi, any sahabi, whoever the sahabi may be. So these are some of the virtues of Muawiyah radiallahu anh. As we explained the great service that he had, that he had, that he had, that he had delivered and he had given for Islam and the Muslims. When during his time of rule, he ruled with a lot of justice, with the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and always fearful that I should not be doing something which will be displeasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just one or two incidents. On one occasion, Muawiyah radiallahu had a peace treaty with the Romans. And the peace treaty was about to end, about to terminate. Muawiyah radiallahu prepared his army and they moved towards the front line. Closer to the, to the, to the Roman territory. They moved in that direction. They did not fight during the peace treaty. They moved in that direction. So when the peace treaty has to end, then we will be ready to fight against them. Whilst Muawiyah radiallahu was traveling with his army, they see a horseman coming. And their horseman comes at a speed. And he says, Wafa'un la ghadarun. Wafa'un la ghadarun. Be honest. Fulfill your pledges. Do not go against your pledges. Muawiyah radiallahu anh calls for the horseman. The horseman comes to him. It was a sahabi of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Amr bin Abbasah radiallahu anh. Muawiyah radiallahu anh asked him, what do you mean by this? That we must be truthful, we must be, uh, we must be faithful, we must be loyal to our, our promise that we made, and we must not deceive, we're not fighting. He says, he explains the hadith of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the gist of the hadith is, that you should not be making any preparations also. During that interim, during that period of peace treaty, you should not, not even be making any preparations. And you should notify your enemy. So both of you must be on an equal footing when it comes to this. You know that now this is the end of it and war is going to begin. So when Muawiyah radiallahu anh hears this, he could have brought about a technicality. No, I'm not fighting against them. This much is okay. Immediately he retreats with his entire army. He goes back. These are the words of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. I cannot go against the words of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. On one occasion, Muawiyah radiallahu was delivering a Jummah khutbah, and on the member he says, 
I feared that maybe I am from among one of these leaders. He's a sahabi on one hand. He's earned so many duas of Nabi Wasallam, So many glad tidings from Rasulullah Wasallam, But he never felt complacent about himself. Allah forbid, today we feel we are guaranteed jannatis. And every other person is a munafiq. Every other person is a problem besides ourselves. Yet despite him having so much to his credit, he says, my fear was perhaps... I am from among these leaders. I did this just to test it out, to see whether anyone objects or not. And when this person objected, this person has actually saved me and he has taken me out from the category of those leaders that Nabi Islam warned about. And then Muawiyah radiallahu anh, he favored this person and he gave him a lot of gifts. Another great aspect that we learn from here is that we should be ready to accept correction. When someone corrects us, we should have the heart to accept the correction. Muawiyah radiallahu despite his great rank, he wanted to be corrected. There's many other aspects that could be discussed regarding Muawiyah radiallahu Just to end off on a few statements, for us to understand the greatness of this sahabi. On one occasion, there was a great muhaddith by the name of Mu'afa ibn Imran rahimahullah. So someone asked him a question, and he said to him, that who's greater? Umar bin Abdul Aziz rahmatullah alayhi or Muawiyah radiallahu anhu. Now we all know about Umar bin Abdul Aziz rahmatullah alayhi, what a great and just ruler he was, what a pious leader he was. But despite all his, all his accolades, despite all the virtues that he enjoyed, one thing he doesn't have, and that is he was not a sahabi of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So now the person is comparing between Muawiyah radiallahu anhu, who was a sahabi, and between Umar bin Abdul Aziz rahmatullah alayhi. So this muhaddith Mu'afa ibn Imran rahimahullah, he replies and he says that no one can be compared to any sahabi of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this is the belief of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. 
no matter how great and how pious and what a great wali a person may be, but he will never be able to reach the rank of the lowest ranking sahabi. Because he has something that that wali does not have, and that is the suhba and the companionship of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So he says that none can be compared to any sahabi of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he goes on to say, Mu'awiyatu radiyallahu an, sahibuhu, wa sihruhu, wa katibuhu, wa aminuhu ala wahillah. You're speaking about Mu'awiyah radiyallahu an. You want to compare him to Umar bin Abdul Aziz rahmatullahi alayhi. Who is Mu'awiyah? Mu'awiyah radiyallahu an is the sahabi of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He's the brother-in-law of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He was the scribe of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he was that person that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam trusted in recording the wahi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A similar question was posed to Abdullah bin Mubarak rahimahullah, the great imam of this ummah. And what an answer he gave. He says, لَتُرَابٌ فِي مِنْ خَرَيْ مُعَاوِيَةِ مَعَ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَمُ خَيْرٌ وَأَفْضَلُ مِنْ عُمَرَ بْنِ عَبْدِ الْعَزِيزِ Forget comparing Umar bin Abdul Aziz rahmatullah alayhi to Muawiyah radiallahu an. Umar bin Abdul Aziz cannot even match the dust particles that settled in the nostrils of Muawiyah radiallahu an when he was with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Respected friends, this is the position of a sahabi. And this is the position of Muawiyah radiallahu an. As we explained, there were certain issues, academic issues, that we cannot discuss here. There's great details for it and there's great answers for them as well. But the point is that we should have the highest regard for every sahabi of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa and especially those sahaba radiallahu anhum regarding negatives, regarding whom negatives are circulated like Muawiyah radiallahu an. So this was the position of Muawiyah radiallahu an. And uh, a few aspects just to recap, we had explained the reason why we are discussing regarding the sahabi because he passed away in the month of Rajab. Various views regarding the exact date, either the first, the fourth, the eighth, the middle of Rajab or the 22nd of Rajab, various views. However, Muawiyah Rina passed away in this month and we explained some of the virtues of the Sahabi. He was the brother-in-law of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa mentioned that Allah and His Rasul sallallahu have love for him. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said that the first army to go on an expedition by sea have made Jannat wajib on themselves. It was none other than Muawiyah radiallahu who mobilized this army. Then he was the scribe of Wahi. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made dua for his forgiveness. Great services he rendered for the ummah. He ruled with the law of justice. Fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And a few statements regarding his, regarding his position. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward all the sahaba radiallahu anhum. The best of reward on our behalf. For having done sterling service for the ummah. And for preserving deen. And passing it to us in its preserved manner. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us with the opportunity of being resurrected with Rasul. الله سمع الصحابة رضي الله عنهم ودري أفقيامه وصلى الله على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وآله وصحبه أجمعين